Welcome to No Load Time. Joel here. I'm with Obed Velez. And unfortunately, we've already started to experience some technical difficulties, but we're getting it all figured out. We just want to tell you all, thank you for being with us. It's been a, a unique week for us here personally. We're pushing through, still making sure to bring you all the greatest content we can. But thank you so much for sticking with us. We've been growing lately. Obviously, it's been a few weeks since San Diego Comic-Con. And since that time, we've made an effort to uh, consistently figure out what type of content we want to bring to you guys that you guys really are enjoying. Um, and of course, last week was just one of those weeks that we just had an explosion of the big Warner Brothers news that came out. That was a shock to most of us and really a shock to the world as a whole. So we're going to bring a lot more of a this week, a little bit of a, of a recap um, and, and more of an update to give you guys more some more formal uh, thoughts on some things that are both rumors and now things that are confirmed. Um, there's a lot of things going on also in, in the space from gaming. There's been, yeah, I hear you, Obed. Okay. Okay. The, the, the people out there. Oh, if, if the people out there can hear you, put a, put a heart in the chat, guys. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I will say, you know, we, we, this week we've, we've got, again, more, more content from the Evo side. We're going to be talking a little bit about, uh, you know, what happened this week over, over on that side. We're going to talk about Disney. Um, we're going to be talking about a couple other smaller items. So you want to make sure you stick with us. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Podcast platforms like Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud. Find us on those podcast platforms. And we appreciate you watching, listening to us live, but make sure you also go back and subscribe to those platforms. That really helps us out significantly. Uh, it's it's really something that's going to help us as, as we continue to push the show forward and get those numbers up. And we do this out of our own pockets. We do this out of our own heart. So we're really happy to, to, to be here with you all. I will say we are going to have to take a break early on. Stick with us. We're going to talk about the prey. We're going to talk about a lot of things, guys. So do not leave. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back in just one moment. And welcome we're playing back live to here. No Load Time. <laughs> we're we're super live. You're, you're good. You're hey, good. we're winging it. It's Screw working. It. You know it's what? It's working. You know what? It's been it's been a a a crazy week. Yeah. In a ma in many many aspects. <laughs> so, I am Obed Velez, or what's left of me, and uh, and Joel Young already did his little intro there. We're yes, to roll, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> Let's jump into this, man. And we, we're glad to be yeah, on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I know we got some some new stuff to run through, but the first thing I just want to hit off from a what's up is I had to. I mean, you and I had talked about it for a few weeks. We didn't jump on the train. You know, we, we had been in this for a bit, but the Prey movie, you know, is something that seems to be really taking uh, the Internet by storm these days. Uh, the Prey being, of course, the prequel to The Predator, streaming right now on Hulu in the States. I think it's on Disney Plus and other international areas from what I heard. Um, but look, I got to tell you, man, I absolutely enjoyed this movie to the max. And it's it's you look at it on paper, you think it's just going to be this extremely violent, gruesome event. And they're just going to just going to be kill or be killed and whatever. But there's so much heart in this movie. Uh, there's so much uh, uh, not wastefulness, is what I will say. Like that, that the, the, the pacing is really well. Um, the the dialogue's really good. You you learn a lot. You know nothing of these characters. These characters are completely new. Out, you know, outside of us knowing the predator species. Yeah. Um. You know, in this in this movie, and by the end of this movie, you're completely engrossed in this environment these characters and what they um mean and what they're all about and it makes you want more and they clearly set it up without spoiling it mm. for another story to be told in the same timeline nice um and cover your ears for those you don't want to hear uh. but look let's be real next one they're gonna have to have it be similar to a planet of the apes type thing where you know the first one you kind of have caesar uh gets loose with the and free the, the second one around you kind of have the, the ape army i think this next one around you're gonna have a tribe army versus the uh predator army but you know i'm i'm excited uh you know to see where they go with it and i'm glad to see word of mouth's really good because if people keep watching it keeps seeing this it sends a message to the powers that be. I mean, remember, this is a property that was acquired 
Um, this yeah. was not originally a, not a Disney original. This is something that was acquired from this Fox uh, acquisition that happened a few years ago. So I'm glad that, you know, we'll talk about the WB stuff instead of them just saying, hey, we bought this thing. Let's kill it. You know, they actually decided to put this movie out. And uh, clearly uh, it is something special and people are really enjoying it. I can't wait for you to see it. We'll talk about more when you get to cool. check it out. But yeah, man, Prey was, was my main update I wanted to give you guys on. Go out and make sure you check it out for sure. Awesome. Yeah, no, it definitely looks pretty interesting. Uh, not much on my end. I, I finished a couple of Mario games. If you guys want to hear about that. <laughs> so, um, I, my daughter and I started playing uh, Super Mario World, which I haven't finished in 30 years. <laughs> so, so, I think the, the last time I played Mario World was sometime probably 1992, right? Um, I got that game with my super nes and um 100 it back in the day but I, I really haven't gone back to it so we played it we made it to the end so finished that that game again still holds up bro it's like talk about games that really don't age right and yeah it's a little slippery right and especially when you compare it to the sort of like control scheme and and physics that um, Mario Maker has you can you can tell that it's a little slippery and, and it's a this little it's a little rough, not not rough around the edges right but it's a, it's a little different um and that was the uh, the first thing that my daughter told me is like she was playing it's like oh yeah it's like Mario Maker like it's like she was trying to, to tell me that the control is tighter basically um but she was saying that Mario Maker jumps better, and and that's, I I totally agree. Uh, that said, dude, that game you know holds up. Made it to the end, pretty good. Finished Super Mario Galaxy. On the uh, with Mario 3D All Stars, on the Switch, and that game is freaking phenomenal, dude. I never because I never owned, I never had a Wii when uh, Wii Wii was out. I was PS3, and I was like, what's this? kids thing with emotion i was like you know the edgy gamer back in the <laughs> mid to that mid to too late uh odds so um fantastic game fast it, it was so good uh definitely a work of art um is it is it better like a lot of people like it better than mario odyssey i think mario odyssey is better like mario odyssey is a more i don't want to say i don't want to say complete game uh, but in, in a sense it is a, a more uh well-rounded experience that's that's what how I, I would describe it um but regardless it was it was fantastic it was uh, a lot of fun um really good stuff takes it, it really takes a, a little bit taking uh, getting used to the controls that game was for the wii i was playing with the pro controller on the switch um so it, it really feels a little bit different um but once you get used to it it's 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 a phenomenal experience so uh, nothing really negative to say there. Um, and Elden Ring. Okay. So, like what, 83 hours in, right? Uh, I got two, I got the two final bosses left from the main story. And I have two optional bosses. One of them is what a lot of people consider to be the hardest boss in the game. Um, and yeah, so I'm very much looking forward to actually getting. I got to the area where that boss is, but I haven't fought the boss. And then I got the two bosses left for the story. So uh, yeah, I'm there. Like I'm there. That game is freaking phenomenal. It's like when you that that game is like. I, I mean, we can use the onion uh, analogy, right? You're peeling an onion, right? Uh, but it's what what's crazy is that every layer it just keeps getting better it mm. and i mean what's good thing is even even for someone that hasn't played this, this sort of game um I, I think it would be a good experience the you know as long as you don't follow the the trail like i said at the beginning right it's like don't follow you you will follow the trail to certain death if you basically follow it just so yeah. don't follow it it's like do your thing when you feel that you're ready go right um, and that's, and that's basically been it. Like, like, that's been my motto throughout the whole, you know, playthrough has been, 
Um, I'm going to do my thing. And when I feel comfortable, I'll go. Um, I was doing a couple of things wrong. I was not using things how they were, they, was, they were supposed to be used. There's a lot of like, there's a very extensive crafting system in this game. And I have not crafted one item. <laughs> And I'm at the end of the game. I'm like, I'm like two bosses away from the Yeah, game. yeah. So it's like, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I'm good. Um, but it's it's a phenomenal experience. So um, you know, again, I highly recommend it. It's not it's not not for the uh not for the impatient for sure. It's no, uh, no. It's, it's a lot it's a game that that you know really requires uh dedication, especially if you're not used to this type of game. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll have a full review once I, I finish the main story. Um, as I, as I did with Bloodborne before it's, I think it's <sighs> Bloodborne is really good. It's really, really, really good. Um, it's just that this game is so expansive and when you're, when you think that there's nothing there, there's just new stuff keep like either happening or you keep finding like, Hey, I can actually jump here. And from there you jump to another area and you uh casually find a boss and you find the boss right that's it's just a uh i think when it comes to discovery i mean the only other game that i can really compare this game to is breath of the wild um breath of the wild had that same sense of like discovery and, and environmental storytelling um this is like like the, the, the environmental storytelling on breath of the wild is absolutely phenomenal right but this this takes it up to like eleven, dude. This is like it's the Breath of the Wild on steroids. So <laughs> the only thing that I don't like is that you can't climb, right? Breath of the Wild, you can climb anything at any time as long as you have the stamina. Um, you know, this one is you gotta be you gotta be very careful on on what you do. So um, the good thing is that in this game you don't have uh, weapons degradation. So I really hope that for the sequel to Breath of the Wild they do remove that because I, I wasn't. I wasn't a really big fan of that, so. But yeah, that's what I got, man. Uh, I'm still not watching anything. I was like, I'm gonna take a break, take a break, and you know, we'll we'll talk about Disney Plus here in a minute. But, uh, Joe, let's go ahead and um, I guess we can do the uh, the WB. What are you doing? Uh, segment of the show. <laughs> um, if you want to go ahead and take it away. Yeah, we've got a series of updates here. The first being. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Batgirl just one more time really quick. Uh, since we last spoke, some different information is coming out from pretty reputable places, uh, specifically over at The Wrap. Uh, there was an interview done with one of the uh, one of the writers, editors on that side, and someone from Pandango recently. Some of you maybe have been aware of this. A lot of the stuff that came out of that interview turned into news stories. Um, and those are all those are the stories we're talking about today. But the first thing that was said in that interview was um, word of word of mouth from the people who actually saw the test screening for Batgirl. Uh, it was said that it, it reviewed from the test screening just as well as the original, as the 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 newest uh, it movie that came out, not the second the sequel to it, but the the first one of that of that remake of it um, that came out a few years ago. We all know that Turnot went on to do I think for like seven hundred million dollars or somewhere along did those really lines. Well, it yeah. did absolutely bonkers at the box office. Um, and then the other one that it was also said to have re reviewed similarly to was. Uh, Black Adam, uh, the first the first cut of it, which um, so Black Adam, you know, they really made it clear they really feel really good about it. the investors call uh, last week, and Warner was saying how you know they they have full confidence it's going to do very well, um, but I think that's a little bit interesting to hear considering that a lot of us and even I mentioned it on the show last week had this assumption that it was canceled because it just wasn't good. Um, that still could be the case because this is a report from a place that I believe, but regardless, it's still a report. We, Obed and I have not seen the movie. There's a lot of things people say tested good and you watch it and you're like, pump those brakes, buddy. And there, so it, it really all depends, right? That's all hearsay um, from, if I was to use legal terms, but when you look at it and, and you say that something like that, uh, 
you know, was canceled and if it did actually test as good as these uh, information that's, that's being said right now from the rap, uh, that would lead us to believe that it was probably canceled purely because they didn't want to spend more money to make it the movie that it should be, right? Um, you know, a movie like Black Adam, they got its information of the test screenings and then was able to go into reshoots. And we're going to talk about it in a second, but there is a rumor that there's a huge uh, cameo that is going to be happening in a post credit scene that was added after the recent test screening that was done for that movie that helped bolster it up. Um, so I think I think when we look back and when now we have a little bit more to digest after this information has been coming through to us, Obed, I would say that um, the reason that I would believe them to have canceled it was just because it was a movie that should have been a theatrical movie, but was made originally to be a television movie. And there's a lot of TV movies that um, really, like, let's be real, that you could watch a Netflix movie, but would you pay for a lot of those to see it on the big screen in theaters? Most of them, no. There might be a few, but not many of them, right? It works well yeah. at home. It doesn't work as well on the screen. And we know that the information that's coming out from even just Netflix revenue, uh, we're going to talk about Disney in a second, their revenue and these other places, it doesn't it doesn't do very well for a movie not to have a theatrical event. You got to go big or go home. We're seeing that that's kind of the, the trend when it comes to content. Quality over quantity is what's being preached by Zaslav over at Warner Brothers. And I think that I can't blame that kind of thinking uh, when I hear this. It's unfortunate yeah. for the people who with the movie, but... Oh, babe, what's your thoughts on this about now updates on the test screenings behind it and what's what's being said? Yeah, no, it's that's no, really interesting. Now I, I never I never again I'm not I'm not the type of person that would go and bash the movie. It's like, hey, the movie is like this and this and this and and Batgirl and uh but I'm you know, I, I really I wanted to see it, right? It's one of those things. Yeah. Um I, I think that the approach of uh Quality over quantity is good, especially for DC, where they have not been able to really find find their footing in, you know, in, in the in, you know, the whole mist of you know, like Marvel and other stuff happening. Right. Um, I think that's that's a good move. Um, I was talking to to one of our coworkers today about the amount of Disney movies that have come out in the last like five years and how many of them like act have actually done well, like other than, than Avengers. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it's been, it's been like hit and miss for the most part. Yeah. Um, I would say that most of them are good. It's just that they, they haven't found their, like the, like the really big, like moment, like other than probably Encanto, right? Encanto was really good, and and he found like a it it, it clicked, right? Right, um, right. But other than Encanto, I, I really haven't seen any Disney movie click. You know, maybe Frozen two, right? But that was before Encanto. But that was a while. Si yeah. Since then, you know, they none of the stuff that they put out has clicked. Um, and the same same could be said for Marvel, right? Other than Chang Chi, like. It's it's been hit and miss, right? Yeah. Because even even Marvel's kind of feeling that right now. Yeah. I I think that that's the right approach. Um, I think that they should still release this movie even if it's on streaming, right? Uh, I totally understand the the mentality behind it. Um, it, it's one of those things like it's like they they didn't say straight up. Again, I go back to like the wording, right? It's like oh, the movie's gonna be. Um, it's going to be basically like canned, right? It's not necessarily canceled. It's just that it could be like, what was that movie with uh, Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley? Oh. Um, that was filmed like five years before. Chaos Walking yeah. or something. It's, it's going to be like yeah. New Mutants. Remember, remember New Mutants? New right? Oh, wow. That's yeah. a long running it's joke like, of this podcast. It's like four, yeah. It was like four years and the movie was canned for like four years and then it came out, right? So maybe they can do something like that. The difference in this circumstance, based on this interview again with them, is that the reasoning that they they went this route was more so that money, that, that fiscal side, and understanding that they can make this a tax write-off 
if they claim this movie just on their taxes and in a specific uh, bracket of as a loss. Um, and if they claim it as a loss, then my understanding is I'm not an attorney guys, but my understanding is you cannot release it on any profitable services, specifically streaming services. So it could never live on HBO max or be sold even to another studio because you've written off as a loss, they can't make a profit from it. Like you would have to like upload it to youtube.com or something mm. with no, and it has to be on a channel that's not monetized. Like there has to be not a single cent that comes from this for them to be able to let people to see it. I see. Because of the way it's going to go. So that's why it's like, unfortunately, the, they, the, the, the writers are saying like, it will never see the light of day because of that reason. And that's a really sad thing. Obviously, even in the version that exists today, it was very much unready. It was only 10 weeks that they had of editing on it, which is a part of the um, Screen Actors Guild and the directors' it's unions. Like you have union. to have a minimum yeah. of 10 weeks, even if they're going to kill it. Yeah. So it, it never really got, to, it would need another at least like 30 weeks of just editing plus money to probably do reshoots for it to even go. Mm. And I hate to say, like, not to step on people's dreams, but I w I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's very improbable that we'll ever see this movie. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah it's, un it's unfortunate. Um. Also unfortunate, Joe. You want to you go? You want to jump into the uh, the 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 official unofficial? Oh, you know what? Let's let's talk Gal Gadot real quick, and then we'll after okay. that we'll take a break, and then we'll come back and talk Astro Miller. But um, yeah. So I guess that uh, they approached Gal Gadot as you know, f as she's probably the like like right now. Like I think Wonder Woman is the the move the 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 DC movie that's performed the best, right? The first Wonder Woman. Yeah. Probably, right? So, um, yeah, they, they approached Calgado again, and, and then I guess she's back for three more movies, like, based on the information that's out there. Yeah, and it's and this is, again, being referenced to that exact same reporter, uh, Umberto, in the same, same interview. Uh, he said that he had heard that uh, she's a team player, and she's already done stuff for a few upcoming movies we would have to imagine that that's got to be either shazam or black adam or both um so one or the other and you'd have to imagine that there's a good chance that she's in both flash and aquaman i think those two to me i feel pretty good about saying yeah uh, both flash and aquaman the rumors of the reset happening with the flash stuff you might need an actress like her to step in to do a scene. Plus, yep. if you just look at the comics in general, Flashpoint, like Wonder Woman, they're all like big in it, right? But then if you look at with Aquaman, the reshoots happening with Ben Affleck's Batman coming back, that would also make sense. Like there's got to be some kind of Justice League element maybe going on there. Maybe that's where. Um, outside of those two movies, take a coin toss between Black Adam and Shazam. Um, you know, maybe we're wrong. Maybe it's not three, but... You know, maybe it's just two, but it was specifically quoted as multiple projects um, that she'll be in. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah. That's like we were joking <laughs> today. We we're joking today in the office. Khalil, no, we we're joking about that today. But you know what? It, it's but whatever. It's like it's it's hokey. It is. It's fine. It's totally fine. I don't. I don't care. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah, and she she seems delightful, and uh, you know, and everyone that's worked with her seems to have a very good opinion of of her. So, it, and it's I'm refreshing good. to keep things like things that are working, keep them working. Um, the problems that we had with one woman, uh, the the second one, nineteen eighty four, was not Calcutta. That was another problem. Yeah, yeah, that so, was the, those um, are those are. And writing. you also, and we also got to say, which we're, we'll transition into problematic people. When you have someone who's not problematic doing their job, those are the ones that you keep around. Oh, and, oh totally, uh, totally, totally. Yeah. So you know, you don't want to recast <laughs> only to have yeah. a, a nightmare uh, individual step in, and then you say, "Wish we would have chose option B instead of this one," because I think right now studio execs are saying, "Golly, why was this person ever put in this role?" Yeah, those are those are rumor floating around this week i don't know if you saw it that um henry cavill met and yeah. things fell through so yeah that was that was I, I that was all mentioned in that and i think i sent you the interview make sure you check it out when you guys get a chance this interview with umberto and eric from fandango and the rap but that was also mentioned in the same thing about that it had been heard that um he's 
he's had multiple meetings, multiple chance. Like it's not, it's been a recurring thing and he just has not um, come back. But if a significant uh, thing has happened with the black Adam movie, I can't help but feel like there's one of two options. One, you have him actually meet Shazam in the movie, right? Or two, you have super him meet Superman. I like those are the two biggest things I can think of from a cinematic standpoint. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's that's where you would go with that. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Um, All right, so it looks like we're we recovered pretty okay from those technical difficulties. I don't know what the heck happened. I had to create like a whole new entry in OBS for my mic. And I've had the same setup for what the last six months. (laughs) Man, it's your computer playing games with you, man. It is. I don't don't want to work right now. (laughs) My back hurts. All right. Um, We will take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. All right, Jill. Now, (laughs) you got three choices. Tell us what they are. And we'll we'll tell you what we we'll we'll tell you guys what we think. It's um some pretty interesting stuff. Absolutely. So there's three choices being floated around allegedly right now in regards to the Flash, and this is all being reported by the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, option number one, Ezra Miller gives an interview explaining their erratic behavior and does limited press. Okay. Option number two. Ezra Miller plays no part in the film's promotion and the roles recast. And then number three being the film gets completely scrapped. These are all being considered as options right now, according to Warner Brothers Discovery. Now, I will say just a quick context thing about the very last one, the the film gets completely scrapped. That option is contingent upon allegedly if more um, harmful legal troubles come out for the actor Ezra Miller. So if that happens, that's where allegedly that's where the leaning towards option three would happen. But options one, two, and three are all on the board. Obed, what's your thoughts? I said option two. I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's probably not going to be the most cost effective option, right? Yeah. But, um, if okay so here's here's what we would need to prove like if we take option one right uh here's what uh what they can prove to um to tell us that things are okay um it would take Ezra to come out and say hey i know that there's this thing floating around and you know i want to assure you and here's proof that that this people that have been you know linked to me are fine and nothing you know crazy happened yes i've made mistakes right but people the people are safe and you know i just did some crazy shrooms and and you know i went crazy for a month or two months or whatever right um he would need to prove that the, the the people that involved in the whole situation are are fine i'm sorry they need to prove that um, the um, the other people involved are fine, and and Ezra would have to come out and you know apologize for the the sort of behavior, right? Uh, again, the rumor is that they were showing up for reshoots during the summer while everything was going on, right? So that means that there's so at least some sense of like responsibility and stability, so. I mean, I could do with one, but I I would need proof, right? I would need like, hey, this person's fine. I'm sorry, I took some bathrooms and I went crazy for two months, and but I'm back. I'm back, and I'm gonna be okay. So I I can tell you, if someone on camera at an Oscars event slapped somebody and people went crazy, and you were caught in 4K, <laughs> and now we've got so much um, police reports. Um, you including two arrests in Hawaii for things that you were actually charged with. There is no way on God's green earth you're going to step out in front of a camera and say, 
oops, I took some mushrooms and everybody's okay. I might have hit somebody over the head with a chair, but it's okay. And I went to prison for it, but they're okay. You would look like even more of an idiot, in my opinion. And there's no way to prove that you can speak on behalf of if someone else is okay. That's what we call again. Well, that's, that's why. Well, that's, that's why. why I, that's why. That's the, why they would need to prove it, right? They would need to have the people there. It's like, oh no. And why know, would they, fine. in their interests, come forward and defend this person who made their life a living hell for whatever reason that they're pressing I mean, these charges? Allegedly, right? Allegedly, so. Well, I mean, charges have been filed, right? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, his charges you know, are for what? Is it theft or something like that, right? Multiple things. We've got we've got the the two times in Hawaii, right? Or excuse me, three things I think in Hawaii that happened. You got the two times at a bar and other times trespassing with an actual restraining order, right? And we can go down the timeline. You know, we got we got what's going on, whatever's going on in Vermont with the theft, right, that we've got again yeah. on, on record there. We've also got a, a, another restraining order against a grand with a grandmother and, and a child. Right. This is separate from the one we're talking about from the indigenous family uh -huh. that also has, has spoken as the first people saying that their kid was basically taken hostage as a child. Now it might be a legal adult. The thing here, you've got I think you've got like at least five or six different things that are both actual charges, not just um, uh, rumors. And the charges that came forth most recently is not the same as an arrest or just charges. The individual, to our understanding, has been charged but has not been arrested. And everything we've heard up to this point is that they haven't arrested the person because they can't find Ezra. So if you ain't done something wrong, why are you hiding? I don't think it's a good idea to have this person in front of the camera for any reason. Even if you do an interview, it's going to make you look like even more of a clown. WB, don't do it. Number one, this cannot even be an option. I'm telling you, like, know, man. it will backfire. So you no know one, no one's gonna go on Twitter and watch this um, Caucasian gentle, <laughs> gentle person stand up in front of them and say, "Oops, I, I made a mistake," and then just let the movie go on. We live in a society nowadays where people are very <laughs> altruistic, bro. And I think already this movie's taken a bat is gonna, not gonna do very well, right? But if you can at least stay and separate your movie from the individual which is why I say option two as well as you. If you can separate the art from the artist, right? Let's look at the two separate things. Because I think a lot of people, they want to cover for the artist to make the art better. That's That cannot be the, the route you take. This Whatever this person did, they, they played a part, they did their movie, and whatever happens outside of this, that's on them, not on the movie. And I think that's the, the st stance that Discovery needs to take and say, no one else needs to suffer from this other individual. Yeah. Let's not make it about them. Take them out of it. It's, re it's announced a recasting because allegedly, allegedly, what happens at the end of this movie still to set up the future of the, DC the DCEU as a whole. So that's why it's extremely pivotal. But if you don't believe in the movie, and you and I had this conversation earlier, like if this movie is not even good like it has to be really good for you to really want to still put this out don't put it then you have to go option three just completely yeah. kill it because if the movie if, if we come out and see this movie and it's not even good and like we had all this drama going on <laughs> it, it's that's i mean that's that's just it can, basically it cannot be it cannot be uh, the david ayer suicide squad right it can't mm. be the first one right yeah it's like everybody's hyping it up and then you see it and you're like oh no everyone forgets about it it has to be super uh, special, and it can be, um, but I, I, I just don't even think one can be on the table. I think two or three is the only way you go. Yeah, I would go with two. I agree. Like if, I agree. You know, still see the movie. Still, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, you can make it work. Uh, we've seen. I mean, even they—they they probably won't need to. Like, they could probably just shoot the um the new footage with a new actor right and just you know put his head on his body like they, they can do crazy things right we, we've seen it before right like leia yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like the character's mask isn't like completely over. like you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's not like iron man or something like it's oh, just, it's things that that would have been not so a role easy like you can yeah. easily change out and that's the unfortunate thing. This Man. is a character that the face and, is pretty... And there's two Flash because you see two, two different variants of the Flash yeah, in the trailer. Yeah. So, and, oh and my gosh, what, you can't what get I, away from it. Yeah, what I found really unfortunate, right, is that 
um, after Snyder Cut and how we saw the the character not not just only Flash, right, but basically like oh every character done justice yeah. in that movie, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> it's it, it's really unfortunate, right? Because that's like I, I saw people tear up in the in the Flash scene at the end, right? Like uh, during reactions, it's like oh. Like with the music, when the music hits, and because the the whole sequence is phenomenal, right? Yeah, it's really good. So, so it's just unfortunate, right? That uh, that Ezra would, would just go ahead and and I, I can't judge him, right? I don't know what he's going through, and I don't know what's going through his head. So I, I'm not I, I I'm not I'm not qualified to to uh, to judge them, and I, I'm not you know I'm not here to judge. Uh, but I do, I do think that um, when, when you, when this sort of behavior starts happening and it could affect others, um, uh, I think that you need to, uh, you know, evaluate your situation and, and you know, and be more accommodating to the people that you could potentially affect with your behavior. So, but that's the thing; it's careless, right? Like if yeah. you know, after I mean. <laughs> several incidents now of this stuff going on you know how badly it's affecting other people and you continue to, to carry on there's there's something there's something terribly terribly wrong there and um, yeah i don't think the help they need so yeah i do i do hope so too there there's clearly something something very wrong i think eventually obed like this might be a, a few days a few weeks a few months maybe even a year but even like I think if it's before or after this movie comes out, unfortunately, the reputation's been tar tarnished. Like for this for this film, yeah, because like, people will associate the film with, and that's what I think is unfortunate. Because like you've said, there's there's a lot of things about this movie that really should have been um, special. Michael Keane's Batman a celebration, and right? Sasha and ce a celebration. Sasha uh, coming in playing Supergirl, which that's another movie that was supposed to be coming as a spin out of the Supergirl movie. Is that canceled? We don't know. Don't know. Um, everyone, as everyone said, we don't. We don't really know. Yeah. So there's a lot to, to come from this that is being affected by one individual. Clearly, um, you didn't delay this movie multiple times because it's not yeah. been done editing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate for sure. Uh, all right. So speaking of failing, failing upwards. Um, all right, Disney. So. I guess this this could be like a the good the bad and the ugly sort of thing for for Disney, right? Um, they had their uh, earnings call, and everything's great, except for Disney Plus, which is doing fantastic when it comes to subscribers. They uh, actually overtook Netflix, uh, but they're losing money. Uh, with that said. Disney Plus is adding ads to the standard subscription. But if you don't want ads, you would have to pay, what, $4 more, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so it goes up from $7.99 yeah. to, uh, to $10.99. Yeah. Wrong. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, that kind of stinks. <laughs> That's... It stinks. I don't know. I don't know, man. It was nice for a while. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it was good while it lasted. Yeah. You and I said it early on when when it, the the service just launched, even wow. its launch price. And it's been raised a few couple times since then. Yeah. But at launch price, we're like, this is super awesome, a great way to launch your service, but this ain't gonna last forever. No. <laughs> and um, especially after they they started releasing like original stuff, right? Because they when they yeah. launched, it was all archive material, right? right? They didn't have anything. New, but when Mando hit, it's like, hey, we're gonna get, we're gonna go, gonna go up a dollar, and then you know, it, that it, it totally makes sense, right? Um, and I mean, I I don't know how much the ads are gonna, how intrusive the ads are gonna be, right? I'm gonna try it with the ads. If the ads are not like very super intrusive, I might I may just leave it as it is. Um, yeah. If not, I may just go ahead and do it. So, but I'll have to see. How intrusive! How intrusive the uh, the ads are. I know that there's some ad, um, some things in Prime are have ads, right? If I'm not wrong, 
Like there's certain, um, yeah, and yeah. they usually you usually get like a small mm-hmm. banner in a corner, and then it just goes away. Yeah. That to me is fine. That's not intrusive. That I don't I don't care, right? Um, but yeah, like the like the free on YouTube content or movies, right? That's intrusive when you're like every twenty yeah. minutes you're just giving me three ads, three one minute ads that I can't skip. I don't I don't like. So how do you feel? I I would say the same thing. Like if it's an ad, if it's ads where you've got like your your start and your end with an ad, like you start your thing and you've got like three ads before the actual, you know, episode rolls or movie rolls. Um, And then very at the very end when the credits roll or whatever, like an ad pops up or something. Okay, that's fine. If it's a pop up ads around like banners around the sides anywhere, something like that doesn't bother me um but if it's <laughs> if it's ads where like every you know almost like commercial break, like that's the same as cable television like that's that's we're going back to a time you have cable television where we had to <laughs> sit there through a commercial break and you'd yell it's yeah. back you know <laughs> when, You've never... when when it was when the commercial break was done because you can't in my day it. You can't skip it. You got to watch it through, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it's like, know, you know, you know, you know, we, yeah, you know, which service was really bad like that. Um, uh, the free crunchy roll. Oh, okay. It's, it's just unwatchable. Dude, it is like every five minutes you get the same ad. Like, it's not even like different ads. Like, I remember, I remember doing uh, crunchy roll free. Um, I think it was last year. Well, last year for a little bit before before um, the the before Attack on Titan right came out, um, and, and I remember it's like every five minutes it would be the same like car insurance ad that would oh, show. No. It's like why it's so many? Why it's so intrusive? So that's the thing, right? Um, if it's, I'll try it, but but we'll see how that goes. Uh, that said, Joel, uh, how about that park revenue? Well, it's not a surprising, um, you know, talk about raising prices. Like, you know, you raise prices for your streaming. There's talk of raising prices in the parks they already have from a year ago. It was not what it is now. So, of course, your revenue is going to go up. Um, I I will say that uh, it's I'm not going to say that it. It's enough. Of course, is an absolute fact that it, it would go up because they could have raised the prices and people could have stopped going. But the thing about Disney is they have a really good brand, um, and no matter how much we joke about what's going on from the leadership um, all the way to to what we're seeing happen in front of us today, Obed, you probably are planning your next Disney trip next year or whatever. To the parks, like that's know. that's that's probably something you would consider. Most people, um, they still say that I would go back on a vacation to Disney at some point. It may not be that they're kind of rushing to open up their wallet, but I'm just saying it's it's not like they got completely turned away. And I think that's something that um, keeps the business floating. But there is some 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 salt in the water. Uh, you know, there is yeah. there is some some things that I do think that if they keep on the trajectory of raising prices, you know, I would not be shocked that they do end up having a major fall off, especially look, things are looking OK right now. Traditionally, there's again to again to some financial market stuff or whatever, but that's not that's not what no low times about. But like. There is a possibility that there's a large financial drop off at some point or even early next year. How bad, how long, whatever. We don't know. That's all conjecture until you actually live through. But should something terrible like that happen, Disney ain't gonna be in profit anymore. <laughs> a lot of industries well, won't. Uh, and, and people will people will choose entertainment always, but they'll choose like Disney Plus at home. <laughs> yeah. You know, they won't do it like going to a park. Yeah, I think I think the problem that they have right now, right, is that um, back in the day, I don't want to sound like an old man, right? Um, but even even when Animal Kingdom opened, and Animal yeah. Kingdom opening wasn't wasn't the best opening in the world back in uh, you know was in '98, right? Um, 
I, I Disney is no longer a four day destination. Like mm. people that wanted to go into Disney for four days and do all the parks, that's impossible. Yeah. Uh, Disney is probably an eight day destination at this point yeah. where you need to spend two days at the parks because they're so crowded that you're not going to be able to get to do everything. Right. And if you want to make it that four day destination, you have to like, like really plan out your days and like, it just takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of effort. A lot of people are not willing to go through it. Right. A lot of people don't know how to do it. Um, but like if, if you, if you go to, uh, at least, you know, uh, Walt Disney world with the mentality that, Hey, I'm going to spend four days at Disney. I'm going to do everything. No, it's not going to happen. Um, I, and, and, and that combined with, um, how high the park tickets are right now, the price, right. Um, and, and how outrageous the, <laughs> the rooms are, how it there I spent a few days at the beach, what, last month, right? Yeah. And I, I spent for the entire thing, gas included, like uh, including the gas that, you know, that, that, that I, that for my car and food and everything, I, I spend less money than one night at one of the, the uh, premium Disney resorts. So it, it's crazy, right? Um, when does it stop? Like, I guess never, right? And, you know, I, I think that the consumer and I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pricing myself out of it, right? Because it, it's nuts. But um, a, a lot of the problem that I've been seeing, Joe, is that um, there's a... <sighs> I, I think that a lot of the a lot of problems that we're seeing at Disney World have been exasperated by social media, uh, and you know the Disney YouTuber and the Disney TikToker and all this stuff, right? Um, it just made it just everything just made it worse, and it just overall a worse experience. Um, I'm going back to Tokyo Disneyland, right? Where Tokyo Disneyland, again, they they are licensed. They're they're a licensed product. They're not owned by Disney. Um, they do their own thing, but they did say that they were going to write, raise their prices, but they are keeping the the low capacity from when COVID was like hard COVID, right? And and they were keeping that because the satisfaction reviews for the park went through the roof when people said, hey, yeah, we had a fantastic experience because we were able to walk freely around the park and not bump into people and be able to write stuff and be able to just sit down and eat like quietly and hang out and go to the shops. That that to me that experience is worth more, right? Um, problem is that, you know, they don't they don't care. They, Bob don't care, and he's just gonna cram as many people as he can in the parks, and you know you're gonna be miserable and hot and wet. And smelly, and it's gonna be it's gonna be an awful time. So that's the problem that I have right now, and I and I think that Universal, oh yeah, they're not doing that right, and they're again offering a very competitive product where you can just go to Universal and you can probably make Universal a four day destination, but you can actually do it in two because the amount of planning is just a lot less. But you can you get a comparable experience. Like, yeah. again, I went to Universal last year, and that was my first time in many, many years. It was fantastic, dude. Everything was clean. The everything, like everything was clean. Um, the the um, uh, the crew members were great. Um, everything was excellent. Like zero complaints, bro. Uh, versus you go to Disney, like like again, you know the my Epcot rant that you know from a couple of months ago when it was a war zone. So. It's tough, man. I don't know how how they're doing. Well, they're, I know how they're doing it because they're raising the prices for everything, and then saying, "Hey, we made a ton of money because we keep raising our prices." It's like why? It's like Walmart doesn't raise their raise their prices like every other month, and they keep making money. 
So why can't you? I'm not saying that Disney should be like Walmart, right? But, um, but you can take examples from you know other, like retailers and other uh, attractions where you can still maintain uh, a high level of guest satisfaction and not just have these outrageous prices. So, I don't know, man. It is just it's been a very strange three years for Disney. Very, very strange, and I. I mean, I don't know where, when this is going to like change, but it just keeps getting stranger to me. I don't know. As yeah, a former I, cast member, it's it's just so weird. It is so weird. So. Yeah, it it is super weird. I think you you hit it on the head when you said about like the consistency of raising even their prices, you know, people love to use the hot word inflation right now. Um, Disney is not the only place raising its prices, right? Yeah. Like this is the entire world. This isn't even just an America but, thing. This is across the world. But, but that's the thing. An that's the thing. You can, yeah, exactly. Because there, there's, there's a difference. Yeah, because there's yeah. a there's there's a difference between uh, it, it's like the gas prices, right? Like the gas prices were were super high because of of costs, but then costs went down and it stayed high because they were price gouging you. That's the problem with Disney. It's like, oh, we're going to race it, but then it's just going to stay there forever. It's not going to stay there forever. It's just going to keep going up. Even it, it, they don't have a reason why, right? It's just like, like they're like, like inflation right now. Like, the, like there's a, a really good video. I can't remember if it was Yesterworld or I, it probably was Yesterworld. Uh, my bad if I can't really remember right now, but. There's a video on um, one of the one of the Disney like the theme park YouTubers like uh, Yesterworld like one of the ones that documentary style right. Um, they did it, it was like a price comparison and like inflation right now, um, like Disney is like three hundred percent over what inflation was is supposed to be, like they're yeah. not they're not doing the they're not doing the nine percent or whatever right or the 30 percent that we've had in the last 20 years they were like out of 326 percent ridiculous i believe it i believe it and i think that that's where i was going when i was saying like like you know people people love to act like you know like inflation is just a one a one thing like it's hitting everybody it's hitting all yeah. sectors and it's not it's not even just an america thing you go to other countries oh, you're saying it's also it's in a worldwide thing right yeah. costs have gone up and things i mean just generally this is not just something that's even happened over the last 12 months just in general as time has gone on look you can't buy your your, your coke for a nickel that your, your your grandfather used to be able to do right that's that's just how things go with time but to your point um they're doing it at a super cycle which is why people are um people have made the accusations of saying you're you're you have this corporate greed all you care about is money and so when you have movies like star wars or marvel and these other things you know um having uh you know maybe not the the love that people felt for it maybe a few years ago um that's when people say well you took something i love and turned it into a cash cow mm -hmm. and you're not you're not really treating it with the love and care and and people i think some people feel that way about the parks and and some of the other things i don't i don't want them to turn disney plus into that like I think the lesson from what's going on right now with HBO Max and Warner, what's happened with Netflix having their shares drop drastically, losing over a million subscribers. It doesn't just happen because somebody just felt like it. Like that's a yeah. that's a, a cause and effect type thing. Mm -hmm. And I think Disney's at a point right now where, like I've said, I was saying at the beginning, right, their brand has kept people around just because of the brand, right? Like people will say, I'm going to yep. go to Disney because I just, I did something I just want to do, whether it's once a year, whether it's, uh, you know, when they, they, they save up a couple years to go and travel, whatever, that's been a part of their thing, what they've been known for as a, as a destination. But I do fear that they could be of the same effect. If this is, um, you know, of what some of these other companies I just referenced have gone through, they could yeah. come to Disney's doorstep and, you know, like even when you were talking about like the four day, eight day thing, right? Like, I mean, even just the the park hours right here in Orlando is drastically been cut. Um, you know, Magic Kingdom, there was a time, dude, where you can leave Magic Kingdom at three in the morning, two, three a.m. around like peak seasons. Yeah, like the the hard. 
that ain't a thing anymore. Nope. You know, if you get there till 11, sometimes 12, like they just started doing that again recently. Those are like the big days and that's it. So you're going to have people waiting these crazy long yeah. lines. You're going to close the parks earlier and you're going to open them yeah. later. And then you're going to have them spend more money. Yeah. It's a less of an experience yeah. that you would have had just a few few years ago. And I think that even more insulting is the the fact that, yeah, you know, revenues at the parks are up 70%. Sure. But you know, bro, I expect to see like that place better be freaking spotless. Oh, but we got so too many people. But then that's a problem, right? Yeah. And they're not solving that problem. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're like, like spaceship earth is falling apart, like literally falling apart. And, you know, other rights are like, you know, in, in disrepair and other rights broke all the time, break all the time. Like you ride them. It's like, Oh, it's broken. You can't ride it. Um, you know, and trash cans full and bro, it's like, honestly, like I, like I'm going to be spending $600 for my family to spend one day at your park. You, I better have a really great experience. Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's the problem. Um, because you're not, you're paying the money, but you're not just not getting the experience. I would love to see these executives, like not with no executive experience, walk through the parks as a regular person. I know that none of them are, you know, recognizable faces, so they couldn't really do it exactly. But I would love to see, like, Bob, go wait in line for one of these things and tell me that it, this is okay. Yeah. They because can. it's not. They can. But dude. if you... It's like once, there, you, once a, you get... Honestly, it's like in that, and that's the problem. And not, no, not only at Disney, this is a problem that's, like, across, you know multiple uh i guess enterprises is that once you get to a certain level dude you just can't sympathize with you know yeah. either the lower employee or the your or your own guest right yeah so you start preaching like bro Walt freaking disney was at the yeah. park riding the rides with people yes yeah are you freaking kidding me yeah and this oh, guy's yeah. like this like so, you think that the cio of the like not the cio like the, the cfo of, of disney is gonna go and wait an hour and a half for Jungle Cruise? Nope. In in Florida weather? <laughs> no. Nope. That are you serious, dude? No. <laughs> like they, they, they're even... not able to get in their shoes. It's like yeah. It's like oh, they, they, they get to a certain level. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Do it. Shut the ride down. I get to walk right to the front. Exactly. And check it out. Yeah. That's no, what has a ridiculous. different experience. Um, Come on, and, and 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 don't tell me we're not paying enough money to have a, a VIP experience because that's yeah. what the whole conversations revolve around. Yep. It's a it's it's a, it's an intense thing. We wish Disney well. Um, totally, we we, we think there's time to fix it. Yep. I think he has a point in the article that that came out to the CNBC thing where where he was talking about like you know we have to give the customers uh, with to meet their demands. Um, but I think <laughs> I think you need to understand the demands first, right? Which is some of the things we're talking about today. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I do think they've got a chance to do something really special. Disney Plus is is something that's really well. They've got a lot of things going well for them. It's Let's a good hope product. Things, it's a good product. You know, I I, I do want it to, people to understand that, that there is a, there's a good a good direction they can go. Yeah, I mean, problem is that they they need to get people in that give a damn about the company. And I think that's the problem that they're having. Or maybe they're there. They're just being held back and not mm. allowed to do it. Well, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. know. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, they're, they're there, I, I but they get cut. Like, yeah. They get there, they, they get cut their yeah, hand, or they, they get, get new leadership. Their hands are tied. They yep. can't do anything. I mean, there's, you know, I mean, we, that's a problem, we saw man. what Iger went through right on his way out. Yeah. He's no, been not gotta, secretive about you it. Got, you got, you got to, you got to, you got to get people that, that, that care yeah like if you want to succeed uh we're running super short on time but i do have one more thing joel evo uh 2022 was over the weekend of course this is the uh, evolution championship series uh fighting game tournament over in las vegas and there was a few uh announcements that i just want to touch upon real quick um this is the the first arcade one-up that i may go out of my way and find space in this room to actually accommodate and there's the uh, that's the Marvel versus Capcom two arcade one up was announced. Um, I I signed up for the uh, pre order alert 
Uh, pre-order is starts, I think, the first week in September, if I'm not wrong. Um, but it has uh, eight games total. Of course, MVC two, uh, the first MVC, Marvel Superheroes Street Fighter, X Men Street Fighter, Marvel Superheroes, X Men Children of the Atom, X Men Mutant Apocalypse. That's the SNES game, and Marvel Superheroes in War of the Gems, which is also an, an a, a Super NES game, not as good as X Men Mutant Apocalypse. Five ninety nine. <laughs> And uh, has online. So, um, yeah, I signed up for that pre-order, bro, because I think that's the one to get. So Nice, nice. Uh, pretty good. Um, there's uh, some big announcements when it comes to uh, netcode. So um, Persona 4 Arena, as well as Samurai Showdown, are getting updates for uh, rollback netcode uh, instead of delayed-based. Uh, so this should alleviate... A lot of the problems that they're having with online play, but most importantly, Joe, um, Dragon Ball Fighters is getting uh, the uh, rollback netcode as well. So um, I'm actually contemplating uh, playing that game again if that's fixed, because that's why I stopped playing it is because the netcode was so busted that I was like, you know what, I I'm good. <laughs> so that that could get me could get me in. Um, and I think the other big announcement here um, is that it, SNK is working on it, working on a new Fatal Fury game. The last time we saw Fatal Fury was back in 1999 with Garou, Mark of the Wolves. So that is in development. Uh, they uh, gave us a short trailer featuring Kimberly and Jury for Street Fighter VI. They both look pretty good. Uh, Bridget got announced for... Guilty Gear Strive, and that was it. I, I was able to watch uh, most of the show on Sunday, and it was pretty good. They they did they did very good. I think it was pretty good. Uh, one thing, and I, and I did see even players complaining about this is that the uh, the main stage setup was not good, and and I totally agree. It was just it was not an optimal setup oh. for for that type of high end play. Um, they should bring the uh, the facing each other two monitors, uh, you know, two chairs, not side by side. They 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 need to bring that back. So um, if I had only one complaint, it's it's it was that. Other than that, the event was really good. So um, yeah, hopefully we can make it out to see Otaku this year. Uh, yeah, get you guys some uh, some content from there. But um, yeah, Joel, that's what we got. Go ahead and plug I us gotcha. in, sir. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us and watch us here in No Load Time. We want to invite you to stay connected. It's really important for you to support us, uh, for us to continue to do this uh, as a passion, as a hobby. We need your help. We need your support. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast on podcast platforms like Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon Music. Check us out on those platforms. Everywhere. Write us a review. That would really help us. Write us a review on those podcast platforms so we can help uh, continue and support the show and, and get it out there to the masses. We also would invite you to subscribe to the video version on the No Load Time YouTube channel. Lots of great content there. We really appreciate everyone who's watching and subscribed, liking those videos, dropping us a comment, and sharing these episodes with your friends and family. Secondly, we want to tell you to make sure you are following us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on TikTok. So make sure you're following us at No Load Time there. Next, we want to tell you to follow us No Load Time altogether on Twitch. No Load Time altogether on Twitch. We stream live those our episodes there. So we'd appreciate you all check us out there. And then last but not least, send us an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com with your questions, comments, feedback, and maybe, just maybe, we'll even discuss it on a future episode. Thank you all so much for joining with us, and we look forward to being with you on our next episode. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.